0: Welcome back to Ticket Into It Podcast with Esther and Nana. I'm sorry, I always just have to be extra, you know. Okay. I just
1: want to give them some joy, you know. No? No? You didn't, you didn't? You didn't? I'm sure they appreciate the joy. Yeah. And last episode, we were, was part one on poetic justice. And this is part two.
0: Yes, Well, we talking about the rest of the road trip and what happened with the rest of them when they went on to the different parts of well, their journey, innit?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last time we left off, we were talking about the barbecue, if you guys remember, uh, about how... At the barbecue, everything how kicked ch- off. Yeah. Yeah. How, what's her name, was flirting with someone who was in Chicago. The best friend, yeah. Yes. She was flirting with someone who was not her man. And her man, I would say justifiably, was trying to, you know, claim his territory, one, and... Protect his pride. So everything kicked off. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. kicked off,
0: you know, with Chicago beating up the guy for hitting on the best friend. And so they move on to the next part of like their journey and Chicago and the best friend are arguing back and forth. And I think I think the arguing, perhaps them arguing kind of brought justice and lucky together because they were kind of just kind of frustrated at their them,
1: friends.
0: at their friends
1: arguing. And like, um, the best friend and Chicago, they did something that was so toxic is where there was, they didn't, was, res- the way they were arguing was non-communicative. It was very much F you, F you, suck my la, whatever. And boom, they're having sex. <laughs> but for what reason? Yeah. Why are you having sex when you haven't resolved a damn thing? Yeah, And you I still think- don't like him. Yeah. He still don't like you.
0: But you're having sex, I, f- I haven't forgot about that part. That I think it's them having sex that kind of triggered it because Also so random. Well, he basically got off and she didn't, oh, yeah.
1: and she Jeez. was mad
0: at that. Um, and,
1: and like, and then she revealed why she slept with him. She said that I was just trying to get one last nut or whatever, yeah, before I said deuces. And when she didn't get her nut, you know, she got mad, and I guess her true colors Should. came out. And they yeah. do—they do say when a guy, when you withhold an orgasm from a guy, then you know what it's really about, or something. Was it? She didn't withhold it. He got off, and she didn't. No, I'm saying when you withhold an orgasm from a guy, I guess she she would a way. She was she was very masculine. Her character was very masculine. Mm. You know, so you could relate it to her because she was drinking like a lot. Uh, very oh yeah
0: she was put in a masculine role her she was character. a darker
1: skinned one too she was darker darker than, than um just yeah justice but she would be considered a dark skinned one in the in the movie
0: yeah and she's um curvy as well yes. um
1: very i uh, didn't dress the best wasn't very feminine was very hard, masculine. Even how from the way she drank to the way she dressed, to the way she looked at him, where she spoke to him.
0: She wasn't like the thing is when she came into the hairdresser before. She wasn't like that. She was remember she had a skirt on. She had a a, a shirt on. So maybe in the relationship she's been uh, put into that role, yeah. that masculine role. Because yeah. when she wasn't with him, she looked pretty feminine. She yeah. dressed pretty feminine. She, she was, was wearing dainty, bright colors. Yeah. And and when she was with him. And I feel like it shows how he
1: restricted her. Maybe he um, brought out the masculine side, side in her. her. Yeah. Because he was more on a feminine side. I think or maybe he just didn't... He didn't protect her. Or he, he didn't, didn't give her what she needed. Needed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what type, type of man she needed, but I, he definitely wasn't it. And yeah. And she had no business being with him. Yeah. And she knew it wasn't him.
0: Yeah. And she had to maybe take charge in a way, because if she didn't, then... Who knows? <laughs> um... But so it escalated, they were arguing to the point where they left the car and... They were by the cliff and at this point I I was holding Esther's hand because I was like no. I thought someone was gonna die. Yeah, I was like someone's, someone's gonna... gonna get
1: thrown over the cliff, something.
0: Yeah, because I was like I'm I'm not about to watch someone but something
1: worse happened.
0: Yeah, so because they were very edge they were at the cliff and I think it kinda reflected the tension that was there, that they were at the edge of the cliff and that the tipping point of their relationship. Oh, nice um, I mean I like <laughs> see you like that sauce. And I they were at the tipping point of their relationship, they were almost at the edge. And what is it that she said that she, she... It was like when she was in... They were insulting each other back and forth. But she said something that... She oh, really attacked his pride. And she with, said, I never wanted you. Anyways. Yeah. and I've with, been cheating on you the whole
1: time. Mm, Remember, that's what she said. And
0: with, with men, it's like, if you attack their pride, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so she was like, or I don't know. When off. she was spoken, it was like she was digging in the knife. She, she was twisting it. it. She wanted to hurt him, definitely. Was she sad. was twisting the knife. And as like Esther said before... Um, in in our other episode, is that hurt people hurt people? Yeah. Um, she wanted to hurt him, and she said, what "Was it that she said?"
1: She said, "I've been cheated on you the entire time." Yeah, yeah. It was deep, and
0: he was silent. And then as soon as he, as soon as she he said was that, silent.
1: what did he do? He pulled back his arm and gave her the one big. No, punch. but we have
0: to note the silence first because the silence was nerving. It was gave very nerving. Bang. I was, and I was thinking. I was thinking at this point, you know, long, it was long. The silence was definitely significant. Thinking, I like, think I was just shocked. Is he going to walk she,
1: away? I was just shocked at the fact that she said that to him. Yeah.
0: I was shocked that she said that to him, but it reflects like how she wanted to hurt him and how she was feeling. But what did he do? Yeah.
1: He pulled his arm back and gave her the one bang. Yeah. That she'll never, m- never, ever forget. Yeah. like He punched her like she was a dude, like yeah. a six foot. 85 yeah. type of dude. Yeah. He punched her as if he was fighting for his life. He punched her as if, like, he had this money on the line. I gotta punch her to death so I can get that money. That's Ooh. how he was punching her. Ooh. He wasn't <laughs> punching her like, this used to be my lover. Yeah. This used to be the girl that I liked. He was punching her like she was Someone some guy on, on, on the road. street. Yeah.
0: Some hood right on the street. He swung for her and he didn't just swing for
1: her. Um, He continued to
0: attack well, her. Well, he
1: punched her and then she attacked him. She fought him. back, yeah. Yeah, and then they were fighting together. But the like, thing is, yeah, she was fighting him, but he was clearly in the the one in advantage. Yeah, like he had the height, he had the strength, and she like hit him in, like the like the arm or whatever. What like, they were at the ground him. at one point, isn't it? Uh no. Or was that that was with no. justice, isn't it? Yeah, and he was like punching like, and she like slap his face, and he just gave her one the next uppercut. Like, yeah. how is that even fair? Yeah, I'm sorry, but if I'm if I'm your girl, and I'm moving mad, I wouldn't move mad. But if I was your girl and I'm moving mad and I'm slapping you up, there's no need to up, like punch me in the stomach, in the face. the he- I'm, not, I'm not some bodybuilder that, that you need to take out. I'm your girl at the end of the day. If I'm moving mad, hold my arms with all your strength, shake me well, 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 <laughs> and I will behave. You don't need to punch me in the face like I'm a dude mm. to knock some sense into me. I ain't that type of female because the minute you lay your hands on me, even if I lay my hands on you, I am walking away. Just like if if uh what's cool if Nana tries to box me, I'm thinking th- like th- just because Nana's hitting me doesn't mean it means let's go. That's not what it means. It means you need to sort yourself out and get away from me before I do something. That's what it means to me. I wouldn't just because Nana gave me one punch. I mean yeah, I'd be pissed, but doesn't mean I'm that gonna was, start that fighting would never, her. <laughs> I didn't have. I know energy. it never happened, but I know you just be you do one punch you're like oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> let's 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 give a punch a whole punch. No. Let's take a break and start. That's what you do.
0: <laughs> Me and conflict, that will never happen. Yeah. But uh, I get what you're saying, hundred percent. Um, he had the advantage as a man and I just I just noticed that that because I was saying I asked I had to ask Esther, did he punch her or did he slap her? He punched and her. And I think there's a significance in between a punch and a slap, you know, um, if you punch like not pun- to be stereotypical
1: no, pun- because because uh, your fist when you roll up your fist you see the bones on yeah. your hand you see the bones are there to do damage yeah. like it's a weapon mm. essentially a slap is, is you have you have what muscle and fat on your on your uh when you open up your palm there's muscle and fat when you close your fist yeah. you have bone there that can literally break other bones yeah. a slap will not break a bone but a punch it's will it's very destructive very yeah. And that's one very
0: significant thing to note. And then, you know, they were in the car, Justice and Lucky, and they saw it all unfold. And then Justice is like to Lucky, ain't you going to do anything?
1: And (laughs) Lucky had the audacity to say that it's not my business. Yeah. Like a dickhead. (laughs) Are you for real? It's not your business that a female is getting her ass beat on the street and you're saying that's not my woman, so it's not my concern. Yeah, and it kind of reflects to how in society we see that a lot, especially with black men. It's very much, you know, oh, you need to rely on your brothers and your uh, and your uncles to protect you. It's never oh, uh, in society, it's very much with black men. I'm gonna protect my mom, my sister, my aunts, and my girlfriend slash wife partner or whatever. It's never if I see someone who needs help on the streets, I'm gonna protect them, which is wrong at the end of the day, we are the weakest, well, I wouldn't say we're the weakest race, but we're the most disadvantaged race. And we have to look out for each other. We have to look out for ourselves because for every, every sister that's getting raped or beat up, that's your sister. That's your mother. That's your aunt. You should see them as them, because I know damn well black women see black men that way. When they see a black brother who needs help, they see that's my brother, that's my uncle, that's my boyfriend, that's my dad, and they help out. So why can't men do this? Show us the same courtesy to do that to us. Mm. It's very frustrating, and for for what's his name Lucky to have the audacity to say it's none of my business to say it's none of your business because that's not your woman. You better, I bet you better hope that if that was your sister. And your sister was getting her ass beat by her man on the streets. That someone will be brave enough to be like, "That's not raw. That's not right. That's not on. You need to get off of her and protect her." Because mm. only takes one person stepping up for a per for uh for a person period, to save a life, not even save a life, save you from trauma, save you from. Like, just imagine the fact that he didn't step in. Now I should probably think all, me- all black men are trash. And you'd be like, oh, not all black men. And yeah, you'd be the same one that will open your big mouth to talk about I ain't protecting no one that's not my sister, my aunt, or my girlfriend. Mm. Mm.
0: That,
1: that was, was wrong, powerful. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that I was just, powerful. I'd just be getting hella mad about that because I would never do that. Mm. If I saw someone who needed help on the streets and I knew I could help them if I saw two big men fighting I'm staying I'm staying over here on the other side of the street because I'm not a big man but you're helping the way that you can help obviously you're not going to dive in there yeah two big men fighting (laughs) I'm going to get pummeled I'm not doing that but Mm -hmm. if I saw like maybe like two females fighting I mean I'll call the police I don't know if I jump in every fight is your fight yeah yeah. no every fight is my fight but I feel like it's different when like it's a man because the thing is men have power like even their presence is power and they choose to use their power wrong. He, him, and as, him as a man, he didn't realize that he had the power to just step in and be like, bro, you need to stop. Yeah. And he would have stopped. He would have listened to him. Because he that was his boy at the end of the day. Yeah. And boys, men respect other men. And he he the fact that even justice when justice jumped out of the car and she was telling him to stop but he wouldn't listen it and took he her, he put he pulled her yeah, down on the yeah, floor it yeah took, it took justice kneeing him in the balls for him to actually stop she had to physically stop him herself and she didn't succeed he got like, yeah on top he of still her, attacked yeah. her
0: and that's what got well that's not what got lucky and involved because at this point he started to like her and like you know that's what caused well, him to I don't, you know.
1: I don't I don't want it to take you to like me for you to see me as a human being. Yeah, like, I shouldn't take that. You shouldn't th- think, oh, she, oh, she's pretty cool. I'll, I'll save her. Oh, I don't like her. She's rude. I'm not going to save her. That's she not what, what God deserves. teaches us to do. It's That's, not.
0: It's not what God teaches us to do. It's like to turn a blind eye to strangers suffering. That's not, you know, what God teaches us as,
1: you know, people to do. And it's like that love your neighbour. It's like love your neighbour. is not reserved to your literal neighbour. Yeah. As in your literal the people you sleep next door to that's not what is reserved to reserved to every single human being on this earth and let's be real if if any single one of the people listening right now were in the same position where you needed help there was people there who could help you and you were looking to them to help you you would want them to help you you wouldn't want them to look away You wouldn't want them to keep it moving to close the door close the blinds whatever you'd want them to help you to reach a damn hand out to help you Mm. you want that time and time again we will want that every single time because what we are selfish we want that for ourselves we're not willing to go out there and give it to someone else it takes nothing to be there for someone to you know even as a man to use your privilege for good to recognize your privilege and use it in the right way it takes nothing yeah of course, I'm not saying I'm not saying put your life in danger. I'd never say that. Yeah, like if it if it's about if you step in and you go and die today, okay, I'm not gonna if someone's if it's about life or death, like it's not by force because yeah, at the end of the day, you still got protect yourself, protect your family, protect your whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say here sit here uh sit here and tell you to go die for someone, but if it's not a life and death type of thing, if it's a, a simple calm type of thing where. You know it doesn't take much, it doesn't take nothing. then I suggest everyone do it because you know if you were in the same position, you wouldn't have when Esther was speaking, it made me think
0: about the story of the Good Samaritan and those who walked by, and the Samaritan really didn't have to stop, but he did. he doesn't know this guy, but he still stopped you know and ministered to him and was there for him mm-hmm. and he It's bought, like
1: paid for a house for, uh, for a place for him to stay and mm-hmm. food and shelter.
0: And it, he doesn't have to know that person to be there for that person.
1: It was within it was within his means to help him. Yeah, and that's why he did it.
0: Yeah, he didn't just turn a blind eye to this man's suffering.
1: It wasn't like the man gave him his damn house and he's the keys to his home and everything and said, "Take everything I have, you know, take everything I have for yourself." It was none of that. Mm. He could spare money to give him stay for however long he needed and food, so he did it. We can spare we can spare change. £2.50, £1 that we probably want to spend on, like, sweets or something. We can spare that. Yeah. We can spare a pack of socks that we will, We got two Christmases ago and we never decided to wear. Give it to a homeless man. We can spare that. Mm. And it's s- the things that we can, we can live without. Mm. And so, like, back relating it to Lucky, yeah, it, it is
0: his business. It is his business, you know, because... Like he, it's not even as like he doesn't know them. He spent this whole road trip with me. them, and it's like now he's saying it's not his business when it's right, literally right in front of his his eyes. Let alone like stranger. You know, like, you he, know? Did, he
1: did say it's not my business because that's not my woman. Is he said that in it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I said okay, that's not your. I'm thinking okay, that's not your woman, but that's your friend. Yeah, like it. It does make me think: Do men hold each other accountable? You know, as you know, men are. Are powerful in society? Do they hold each other accountable to that power and how they use it? That's the question I want to ask the people who are listening. As a man or a woman, do you hold your friends accountable to the things that they do, to the wrong that they do? Because if you can sit here and tell me that you were a lucky a lucky, that watched your friend do something bad, knew you could stop it but didn't, then you need to take a look in the mirror and have a few words with God and yourself. You yeah. need to take a conversation, yeah, because that's not
0: right. Yeah, it's true. Um, but they fought. Lucky and and Chicago fought, and it was mostly, well, I think it was mostly triggered because he touched justice. Yeah, and they fought, and he left him. He left him at the roadside, and then, then <laughs> it was, It's a bit peak, but yeah, you know. I, like, I was really sorry for him. Yeah, at like, least call him a cow. Yeah but um lucky and the girls and the be- was the best friend justice they went on the rest of the road trip um they never actually got to their destination the next stop was i think um lucky's neighborhood yeah. i think he wanted to see his daughter isn't it no his aunt his aunt it was on the way there that he told justice that he had a daughter isn't it from what i remember right no yeah, yeah. he did he's like i'll be honest with you he's like i'm going to be You're honest right with about you me. Yeah, um, you're right about me. I've got a daughter um, because that was her su- assumption. Yes, it, I guess it wasn't necessarily right for her to judge him. But yeah, it turned out she was right about the assumption. And when we get there, we see like sirens. We see ambulance and the uh, his aunt's doors open and turns out his, his cousin was killed. I'm assuming murdered. I don't know. Murdered. murdered. Yeah, murdered. And he was, you know, bleeding.
1: Um, just openly. Like, he was basically dead and the ambulance people ain't do nothing to save him. Yeah. At all.
0: And I picked up on, I said to Esther how, when he saw the ambulance and the sirens, his thought wasn't, he didn't even say, like, usually people be alarmed, but it's kind of like... Yeah, people really be stopping, be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, but it's normalised. It's definitely, I guess in that neighbourhood, I'm assuming, it's normalised. You know, people dying every day, so... When he saw that it wasn't like you know what's going on, it was, was kind of like, like
1: oh another Sunday morning, another
0: yeah another day, until that person he found out was his cousin, um, his cousin he that did. he admired, his cousin that uh-huh. he looked up to in terms yeah. of music, and that was you know heartbreaking, and he was holding the aunt his his auntie to see your 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 baby like bleeding and just dead. Just dead, um, dying. I think he was was he no, dying or was sure he was dead?
1: Because they won't do nothing to save him. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was that was sad, but you know, I think this caused this caused us lucky to kind of push push um justice away. Um, In the
1: most horrid way. Yeah. He blamed her for his cousin dying. Yeah. He said that if you weren't such a da 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 da. da. You know, we would have got here on time. We would have got here on my, time. I could have saved my cousin. Yeah. Like really.
0: Yeah. Really. Yeah. In the time he was hurting, he he pushed her away.
1: Oh, and either. that that
0: I felt her pain. I genuinely at that point I generally felt her pain yeah, because, because she was she trying to, up to. Yeah, him. she opened up to him. Um, that's another thing we didn't mention. She was, you know, vulnerable with him before, and she's opened up to him. She's given him a chance. She's built up such a wall. And she finally opened up to a guy. And he's pushing her away. Yeah. And I felt her pain. I saw her pain. but And he just drove off. And th- that was that. <laughs> um, that was that.
1: But he does make it up to her when he comes to her the salon.
0: Yeah. Um. So the next is, like, towards the end of the film. And one thing we want to know is, like, the, the, the Maya Angelou poem that is said at the end of the film. And I think it represents, you know, as women, like us having self-confidence con- and, you know, loving ourselves. So I'm just gonna read the poem. It says, Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. It's the reach of my arms, it's the span of my hips, the stride of my steps, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman phenomenally, phenomenally, <laughs> phenomenal woman. That's me. Um, well done. Yeah, and I think I just I just want to kind of like, end on a note of saying how as women, self confidence is so important. I think we see injustice towards the end. Yeah. Um, About how she dressed. Yeah. Uh,
1: in the in the majority of the movie, while she was still depressed and sad. There was a lot of dressing with dark colours, baggy clothes, you know. And at the very end of the movie, after she's opened up to Lucky, there's a lot of... She's wearing white. She's wearing white. She's smiling more, more open in every way, in her body language specifically, which does match perfectly with the poem. Yeah. Because it does talk about how beauty is more than just your face and how you look. And the size of your dress is how you walk, how you talk, how you swing them hips, how you flip that hair, which is great. Oh, cool. and I just want to say like a note on how the poem is very, is, is speaking nothing but facts. And I think as women were too con- uh, concerned with, you know, how pretty we are, you know, how good we look or whatever. And when that's not really the most important part, personally, I I don't think that's in, that it's not the, the most important part. I think how you dress, how you hold yourself, how you carry yourself, what you feel about yourself is the most important part. Because have you ever, do you ever notice that when you see a really pretty girl, you compliment her, she's like, no, I'm actually really ugly, or no, my nose is too blah, 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 or no, my hips are too blah, blah, blah. Then people that are just, you know, pay your compliments with, with uh, insecurity i don't lie to you when they when they do stuff like that I, I i don't think they're ugly after they do that but i just think ill like why would you do that like it ruins everything no you're ruining the compliment and with with confidence there's just something so attractive about confidence like for example another example when you see like an ugly guy <laughs> Like, no one is ugly. Like okay, <laughs> in, in no one is ugly, but like a tradition let's say like a society society yeah, societally
0: yeah. Ugly, ugly guy. Yeah.
1: Because some you know how females are they'll be ugly to the rest of the world, but to this girl, he's the most handsome thing. So it is what it is. To a societally ugly guy, yeah, some guys are like not traditionally, I guess, handsome, but the way they carry themselves, the swag, mm. the source mm. The, is it juice as well? The juice. The juice. Yes. The juice. The way they, they're just looking across the room. The like shoulder. Yes. They be. <laughs> Are you looking in my eyes? You see me? You like what you're seeing? The way they do that. What It has women just bending their knees like, oh, God, come and take me. <laughs> I'm just taking off their pants. Take oh, my oh, pants, oh, Mr. Man. Wow. I beg you. <laughs> it's facts, though. It's just the source has men like, this, like these. Getting girls, yeah, just collecting
0: left, right, and like center. one P. Oh, yeah. one
1: P. They come, one P. They come, mm. easy, easy choppings. And I really, I feel like women need to realize that too, because I think I believe all women have the capacity to be pretty. I think every single woman, every single man has a capacity to be handsome. It's just how you find that within yourself, how you you know learn yourself, how you love yourself. And I believe you know beauty comes out in different aspects of you. You know, in the way you dress, uh, your self love. Yeah. You know, I feel like when there's something, there's nothing more beautiful to me than a person who loves themselves mm. and who is excited about themselves. You know, and it, I, I truly believe it shines through. Just like with personality too. I've ever seen met someone who is drop down gorgeous and then they open their stinky mouth and show you their personality. <laughs> Just give you their personality on one, on just like, drop you oh, on the floor. Oh, they are not become ugly. You're oh. thinking, This smelly rascal, please exit my house. <laughs> wow, immediately, <Right> exponentially. Now? <laughs> oh, that's possible. Like, you know, I'll just be collecting the dictionary, okay, girl. I'll be doing my thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's true, though. Yeah. You know, the inside is more important than the outside because even though. I feel like with guys, yes, they want a pretty girl, but they don't want a pretty dumb girl. Mm. They don't want a pretty girl who can't hold conversation. Confidence is
0: attractive. Yeah. Um, And I think work towards that. Everybody, men and women should work towards that. It's not easy. It's not an easy journey, but it should be one of your priorities. Yes.
1: Yeah. In conclusion, believe in your source. Yes. Because the source is there. Yes. The source is there. Just have to believe in it. You have to discover it. Yeah. Find out what it is,
0: how it works. Find out who you are. Yeah. Yes. And that that's why singleness is important.
1: Yeah. Um, because of finding out who you are. Uh, you shouldn't be scrambling for next man's number because you're single and you don't want to be single. Don't do that. Yeah. Be gentle. Take a je. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah. Um,
0: so the last scene of the film is that he comes into um Justice's salon With his His baby His oh. baby girl And when she sees him we and Esther notice How all oh, that giddy She was <laughs> She was all sweet Janet Jackson is stunning Yeah Gorgeous um, woman And she's like All shy and sweet And like Oh my gosh Oh my gosh You're my crush Oh my
1: gosh
0: And Did you bring me a flower <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> And when she sees him Like you could see Her face light up And we could Like I was saying before Her transformation And He comes to her And he He um well, his apology was a bit interesting, um, but I think he collected it because he's like, "I know I made a
1: mistake, but everyone makes mistakes."
0: And I was like, "Oh, which oh. is very
1: stupid." Don't don't. Stu- am I in a relationship with everybody, <laughs> or am I in a relationship with you? Exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> so yeah, when in terms of apologies, that's not a good way to apologize by basically saying it
1: re- removes the accountability.
0: I know this happened, but. Everybody does this, so therefore, but I think he kind of
1: redeems himself yeah, by. us in the first half, I won't lie.
0: Yeah, so he, he redeems himself by saying, "Well, I'm sorry, I apologize," and, you know, she she says, "Come here," and he was like, he... "Come in, let me tell you something." me Whisper
1: something in your ear. What did she and, say? No, she said, "Let me whisper something in your ear," and it's she's she's talking like she's making a joke a about reference how reference back to yeah the beginning, the beginning yeah. when she was like did that vagina thing, <laughs> but like she
0: she makes a reference back to what did she even say actually she said let me whisper something in your no, ear. when she whispers into his ear oh before she said do you want do you want to know small my
1: yeah, no like no not then oh no she was but like now. he didn't he didn't come they just came in and they kissed
0: oh yeah okay so they kiss yeah um which is it was, yeah, it's just cute was fine. it cute it was all right <laughs> very and then she like she sees her daughter as well she's all, all very good with yeah his daughter she's very good with kids and Honestly, during the film, I was noticing that his daughter's hair was looking raggedy. And I was just begging that somebody, anybody, sort out his daughter's hair. And it was her, you know? And I think... Praise the Lord for that, bro. <laughs> I think Lucky loved, I guess, seeing her with take off, daughter. with his daughter, yeah. looking after his kid. Um, it was like, it's like, she's naturally, she's naturally, the role fit her. Nurturing. Um, nurturing. And um, him seeing, him looking at her, doing his daughter's hair you can see the like I guess the love or the beginning the of, of love yeah growing in his eyes and I maybe it's that he's never seen someone put so much care into his daughter and it really does yeah, show because- his care for his daughter and the fact that he's there holding her it it kind of makes us feel like because I wish we could see behind the scenes but see that he has changed um throughout the process of the film that he has kind of oh. taken a role of a provider for his daughter which we weren't seeing at
1: the beginning. But I feel like the only, um, the only notes of change that we saw in him was in the beginning he had some dirty ass fingernails. <laughs> but by the, and she's complaining about it, and by the end of it he started cleaning his fingernails,
0: which I guess is growth.
1: I mean, yeah. it's
0: growth? Yes, yeah, growth. But I wish we could see more. You know, um, yeah, like his his role as a father. Yeah, his role as a father because that's very important. But he was looking at her like, oh, you're going to be the mother of my children. That's what his
1: (laughs) face was telling me. Yeah.
0: But Esther, what would you rate Poet Justice? Because I I said I liked it. Esther Uh, wasn't really too sure.
1: Uh, I'll tell you. No, I wasn't sure. It wasn't that I wasn't wasn't sure. It was just one of them ones where it was like... I think I loved the film
0: because, you know, I love Janet Jackson and she... Brand, as As a character, as a character, I really liked yeah, her as, character. As
1: an actress, she was for not. She was amazing. Yeah, you know, I believed everything. She was selling me. I felt
0: her her e- emotions. Pain. Yeah, yeah.
1: Every, like everything, I love how you know the beginning of what she was acting was very contrasting to how she ended up in the end. Yeah. In the beginning, she was very tough. Very, and you could see no, her Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that I that she was pleasant to watch. Yeah. Everything from the styles and profile she be pulling up profiling to. The smiles, to the looks, to the giggles. I thought everything was amazing. Tupac, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of his movies, so I can't say. Actually, I would say he was a good actor. Yeah, because, he like that role With well. the pain, I could see the pain, yeah. you know, in his acting. He was good. Um, was it the best friend Nina or something?
0: The best friend, What's she was it?
1: kind of... Was she... No, the acting was good. Oh, of oh, was Regina Hall. she's yeah, was Regina amazing Hall. actress. The acting yeah. was good, as expected from yeah Regina but well, um, as an uh, out of ten i I give the movie a six. she it's plays not bad. that the
0: thing is she she's in boys in the Hood and she plays that kind of role you know that kind of masculine yeah. kind of unattractive um well, I don't think she's unattractive, but she they put the her in that is, role yeah um I get it. it's interesting to see her play that segment like that again mm. it is kind of a role that you do see the I guess the darker women fall into Yeah, coming up over again. Yeah, coming up over as a stereotype. Yeah. And um uh, as as a black woman, I'm tired of that um stereotype.
1: Yeah. Um because we're more than just angry. Like sometimes we just passionate. Like sometimes we're not even angry that we just need a nap. Like Yeah. <laughs> yeah real. 100%. So what would you rate it? You didn't say. I said 6 out of 10. Oh, okay, cool.
0: What would you rate it? I I say I say six two because like, that's I what IMDb gave it. Maybe. I think it was a six. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for me, for me, like I say six because it it was a nice movie to watch, but would I would I be running to watch it again? No, no. no. Would I be like, oh my god, I haven't watched it this month. What am I doing? No, yeah. it's not gonna be like the that. music as well. The, the music, music was again good. Bangs. Yeah. Like yeah, it was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't like.
0: Is you think it's a positive representation of black love? Oh, the, the deep the silence.
1: <laughs> I'm. Uh, p- uh, should I. P- I, think, I think half half of it, no. Because um, G- Regina? Mm. Regina's character and Churchill, what's his name? <laughs> Ch- 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 what's Chicago! His name? Chicago! <laughs> Regina and Churchill they were toxic personified. Yeah. So no. That they were a terrible representation of love. Um Lucky but, and, and Justice. Justice. I mean, they talked it out. Yeah. And they resolved whatever was whatever issue she had. Which is the key part of yeah. of I think a relationship is communication. Yeah, and if that sorry was okay with her, then that's good for me. The yeah. fact that the other side spectrum of it was he didn't say sorry at all. Mm-hmm. So and I mean if the if that's how even though it took a while to get there to get to the sorry he still gave it. Yeah. Whereas the other guy didn't give it, and let's be real, some people walk this earth never saying sorry, mm-hmm. never admitting that they're wrong, and he did it. Mm-hmm. so i think you know i'm mean, a positive representation i mean i mean i think he he needs to lay off with how he what he, what he thinks about black women yeah about he'd he be throwing too much bees and yeah hate his and, language needs yeah, to change yeah like, he's not very respectful of his language and
0: especially because he has a daughter
1: yeah yeah like well, imagine if someone calling your daughter all of them yeah slurs you wouldn't like that
0: yeah
1: but apart from that i want to say I would say okay representation. I wouldn't say great. Okay. The representation is okay.
0: I I would say we deserve better. Obviously. Um, But I do appreciate the film. But, like, in terms of representing black love, I think that that we can see so much more. Um,
1: I mean, I I understand that people make mistakes. But I I think it's because we're not really a fan of verbal abuse. uh, Because, to me, I consider calling me... uh, the h word or or this other tom yeah, story all, yeah I, I don't i don't appreciate that i'm not going to sit i'm not going to be in a relationship where i'm being verbally abused no. like to me that's verbal abuse yeah um neither will nana so that's why we're not about that uh calling him great um uh, but i feel like mistakes can be made like him you know blaming her lashing out when he was grieving you know that was a mistake and i understand that and yeah. I, that's forgivable it's just you know so, I because people weren't perfect, so I get it. Um, it's just the what was the, the swearing, calling her the B's and the H's, it's just unnecessary, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it can you can do without that, yeah. But I think if he didn't, then I think it would have been not great, but better, yeah. good, good, yes, from okay to good. He's yeah. not great though, <laughs> wow. So, that's
0: Perfectly justice. Damn. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we've loved kind of talking about it and breaking it down i
1: am very thirsty
0: right now yeah (laughs) we hope you come and join us back again in terms of our podcast episodes which apologies we haven't mentioned in our previous episodes is that we intend to bring out monthly um or fortnightly right now we're saying monthly because we don't want to disappoint you guys um fortnightly well in terms of because i i will be at uni and still be in london so just in terms of convenience but yeah that will be kind of our schedule if things change for now if things change we'll let you know but thank you again for listening and we'll see you in our next episode